ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोतम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीरहे नास्त प्रायश्वभद्रेशु नि भागवत सेवया 
भागवते उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी So we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam Canto 6, Chapter 17, Verse 22. Natasya kaschid dahita pratipaho Na janati bandhur na paro na chasvaha Samasya sarvatraha niranjanasya Sukhena ragaha kutho evaroshaha Natasya kaschiddahitaha pratipaho Najanati bandhur naparo nachasvaha Samasya Sarvatra Niranjanasya Sukhena Ragaha Kutho Evaroshaha Natasya Kaschid Dahita Pratipaho Najanati Bandur Naparo Nacha Sevaswaha Samasya Sarvatra Niranjanasya Sukhe naragaha kutoeva rosaha. Please repeat. Natasha Kashi Najanati Banduna. Master Sarvatran Iranjana. सुखे ना Natasha Kaschid Daita Pratipaho Najanati Bandurna Parona Chasmaha Samasasarvatra Niranjanasya Kusuke Naraga Kutoe Varosaha Matajis Natasha Kaschid Daitaha Pratipo Najanati Bandurna Parona Chasuha Samasya Sarvatra Niranjanasha Sukhena Ragaha Kutoeva Rosaha Natasha Kaschid Daitaha Pratipo 
न जनाति बंधुर न परो न चस्वाजन सुखे न राग कुम द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड कश्चित एनी वन दहित डीय प्रतीप नॉट डीय ना नॉर जनाति किन्समैन बंधु फ्रेंड ना नॉर परा अदर ना नॉर चा ऑल्सो स्व ओम समस्या हु इज इक्वल सर्वत्र एवरीवेयर निरंजनश्य विदाउट बीइंग अफेक्टेड बाय मटेरियल नेचर सुखे इन हैप्पीनेस ना नॉट राग अटैचमेंट कुतः फ्रॉम वेयर एव इंडीड रोषः एंगर ट्रांसलेशन बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस ऐसी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिला प्रपात शिला प्रपात की जय The supreme personality of Godhead is equally disposed towards all living entities. Therefore, no one is very dear to him, and no one is a great enemy for him. No one is his friend, and no one is his relative. Being unattached to the material world, he has no affection for so-called happiness or hatred, for so-called distress, or so-called distress. The two terms, happiness and distress, distress are relative. Since the Lord is always happy, for Him there is no question of distress. There is no purport, so we will read the next verse. Verse twenty-three. Tathapi tach chakti visarga esam sukhaya dukhaya hita hitaya bandhaya mokshaya cha mrityu janmoha manoha sarir sariri nam samsritya. Translation. Although the Supreme Lord is unattached to our happiness and distress according to karma, and although no one is his enemy or favorite, he creates pious, he creates pious and impious activities through the agency of his material potency. Thus, for the con- continuation of the materialistic way of life, he creates happiness and distress, good fortune and bad. bondage and liberation birth and death purport so i will uh, will repeat the translation will repeat the 23rd verse translation although the supreme lord please repeat is unattached to our happiness and distress according to karma and although no one is his enemy or favorite he creates pious and impious activities through the agency of his material potency thus for the continuation of materialistic way of life he creates happiness and distress good fortune and bad bondage and liberation 
birth and death. Purport. Although the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the ultimate doer of everything, in his original transcendental existence he is not responsible for the happiness and distress or bondage and liberation of the conditioned souls. These are due to the results of the fruitive activities of the living entities within this material world. By the order of a judge, one person is released from jail and another is imprisoned. But the judge is not responsible for the distress and happiness of these different people in due different people is due to their own activities. Although the government is ultimately the supreme authority, the justice is administered by the departments of the government, and the government is not responsible for the individual judgments. Therefore, the government is equal to all the citizens. Similarly, the Supreme Lord is neutral to everyone, but for the maintenance of law and order, the Supreme Government has various departments which control the activities of the living entities. Another example given in this regard is that lilies open or close because of the sunshine, and thus the bumblebees enjoy or suffer, but the sunshine and sun globe are not responsible for the happiness and distress of the bumblebees. ओ मग्नानति मिरांदश्य ज्ञानांजना सलाकया चक्षुरुन मिलितम् येन तस्मै श्री गुरुवे नमः श्री चेतन्या मनोभिष्टम् स्थापितम् येन भूतले स्वयं रूपा कदामयम् ददाति स्वह पदंतिकम् वंदे हम श्री गुरु श्री उतापदकमलम् श्री गुरुन वैष्णवाम्स्चा श्री रूपम् सहग्रजातम् सहगणारगुणातम् वितमतम् सजीवम् साध्वैतम् साधुतम् परिजनसहितम् कृष्णा चैतन्यदेवम् श्रीराधा कृष्णा पदान् सहगणललिता श्रीविशाकान्वितम् स्चा हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधु दीन बंधु जगतपते गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमस्तुते तप्त कांचन कोरंगी राधे वृंदा वनेश्वरी ऋषिबानुसुते देवी प्रणमामी हरि प्रिये वांचकलपतरोपेश कृपासिंधु बेवचा पतितानं पावने भयो वैष्णवे भयो नमो नमः जय श्री कृष्णा चेतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधार श्रीवासादिगौर भक्तवृंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा I'll read the translation again for verse 22. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is equally disposed towards all living entities. Therefore, no one is very dear to him and no one is a great enemy for him. No one is his friend and no one is his relative. Being unattached to the material world, he has no affection for so-called happiness or distress or hatred for so-called distress. The two terms, happiness and distress, are relative. Since the Lord is always happy, for him there is no question of distress. So here we see these are, uh, we are coming to the end of this pastime of Maharaj Chitraketu where uh, Maharaj Chitraketu has been uh, going through a journey and it's interesting the Vitrasur pastime was described by Sukhdev Goswami and at the end of Vitrasur pastime uh, Parikshit Maharaj asked Sukhdev Goswami how come such a demon, ferocious demon who was enemy of the demigods who are devotees, generally demigods are the devotees of the Lord and Vitrasur who was enemy of this uh, 
devotees is such a great is speaking such a great philosophy hmm? so what is the rahasya or what is the secret of this and then sukhda goswami explains the past life of vitrasura hmm, which is the life of maharaj chitraketu uh, so in this past time we hear maharaj chitraketu has gone through uh, uh, he want he had a desire for son and then we know the past time how angira muni blessed him with the son who was harsha shoka the uh, son passed away and he went into greater lamentation than before hmm? so before at least he was just lamenting for not having a son now he is he was lamenting even lamentation was even greater because now he has lost he received something and he has lost it hmm? uh, he was poisoned the son was poisoned by the co-wives so then he lost the son and he is into greater lamentation and then angira muni and narad muni brought the son back to life and the son spoke philosophy asking which parents are you in which life are you my parents and that gave him a realization that everything is temporary and then he had a darshan of sankarshan and then he is offering prayers to the sankarshan and now we are hearing he is going in an airplane in this chapter we heard he is going in an airplane he is a king he is a head of vidyadaras and he has got many wives some place it is mentioned he has got millions of wives so uh, he is going in the airplane with many wives and singing the glories of lord hari so at one point he comes uh, when he is going around in uh, the mountains of mount sumeru he, he comes to a spot where lord shiva is giving discourse to all the sages and lord shiva has got mother parvati on his lap looking at the scene maharaj chitraketu rebukes like uh, in amusement uh, he did not want to criticize because he understands he is a devotee he understands the position of lord shiva in the purport it is mentioned his uh, comment was not like that of daksha daksha was envious towards lord shiva but maharaj chitraketu was not envious it was just like a friendly comment how see how great lord shiva is giving a discourse to the sages addressing the sages with mother parvati in his mind he was thinking the greatness of lord shiva that he is not affected by those things but and lord shiva understood this and he smiled and that exchange it is mentioned lord shiva smiled saying that how come you are singing the glories in an aeroplane with so many wives so there was a like a friendly exchange between them so he just smiled but did not speak anything but then uh, mother parvati did not like that comment hmm? and she said how come such a person has got a right to even comment on my husband who is such a great devotee and so at that point uh, mother parvati cursed maharaj chitraketu saying that you are not fit to be a vidyadara you should become a demon hmm? and it is mentioned uh, that this was uh, the arrangement of lord sankarshan hmm? because one of the reasons for this curse was so that maharaj chitraketu can finish off his material pastimes and go back to vaikuntha so he just has to uh, live one more life as a demon vitrasura and then he can go back to vaikuntha and on the another level it is mentioned uh, it want uh, uh, the lord wanted to show the greatness of his devotee maharaj chitraketu how great he is that even after being cursed for something which he did not intends imagine a situation where we have been blamed for something which we have not done or we did not intend to do 
Hmm? Our mind will immediately give excuses and this is what uh, today's uh, section uh, Mara Chitraketu is explaining, uh, begging for forgiveness to Mother Parvati and explaining what is the nature of material world. Hmm? So Mara Chitraketu uh, immediately as soon as he was cursed by Mother Parvati, he came down from his airplane and begged forgiveness. So this is the sign of his greatness as a Vaishnava. And then later on, uh, uh, Lord Shiva also tells Mother Parvati. So this is the quality of great Vaishnava. Narayana Parasarve Nakutaschana Bibiyati. Swarga Pavarga Narkesha Apitulyata Darshina. It will just come in a few verses. So uh, this is the quality of a devotee. He is not bothered whether, whether he is in heaven or hell, whether he is in the uh, demigod body or is in the demoniac body. So this is uh, showing, so these are the two reasons why this curse happened. One is to bring Maharaj Chitraketu back to Vaikuntha. Within, in one lifetime he will finish off his material pastimes. Uh, and the second reason was for him to uh, glorify, uh, glorify his position as a great devotee. So, another thing we learn from here is uh, Maharaj Chitraketu uh, made a comment on Lord Shiva. So, one has to be very careful of making any comments on a great devotee. Of course, Maharaj Chitraketu did not have that intention. But as uh, Krishna mentions in Bhagavad Gita, Apichetsu Duracharo, Bhajade Mahamana Nepak, Sadhu Revasamantava, Samyag Vavasitohi, Saiha. So, one should if a great devotee commits even apparently uh, abominable activity, but if he is engaged in devotional service, he should still be considered great. One should not uh, make, be judgmental on that devotee. So uh, one has to be careful. This is another thing we learn from this pastime. And then in this section, when Maharaj Chitraketu is begging forgiveness, he's explaining three things. He's explaining about the position of the living entity, he's explaining about the material nature, and he's explaining about the position of Lord himself. So uh, he first mentions that how this material existence, everyone is going through different, different uh, situations. Sometimes he is happy, sometimes he is in distressful situation. And so these experiences are basically the results of one's past deeds. So one should not uh, blame others for the things that are going on in one's life. Generally, it's a tendency of living entity. If something good happens, it is because of my doing. And if something bad happens, the living entity tries to find excuse or tries to blame to someone else. So uh, Maharaj Chitraketu is explaining in this section, in these few verses, saying that, the happiness and distress comes by one's own accord due to one's past misdeeds. And he's telling Mother Parvati, it is not your fault, it is not my fault what I did, but it is my past deeds because of which this has come to me. And uh, it is, and then next he mentions, it is due to ignorance only that one thinks it is the, uh, himself or others the cause. So. Avidya is the root cause for our existence in the material world. It is because of avidya and what, was, what is that avidya? What is the biggest avidya because of which we are in the material world? Envy towards the Lord. What else? Sorry. 
We are this body. Somebody said. We are this body. Yeah, the avidya is we can enjoy separate from the Lord. Or we want to deny the existence of Lord or we want to be Lord. So one, one needs to be the, one wants to be the controller and the enjoyer of his activity. That is the biggest avidya and because of which one comes to this material world. And this is what uh, it is explained in this section in this last few verses. Srila Prabhupada is uh, making the point whether one is enjoying or one is suffering, one is performing pious activities or impious activities, the result of those activities is only misery. The category is only misery. So we know the chart from Nectar of Devotion, right? So because of avidya, what comes? Anyone remembers? Sinful desires. What is that called? Anyone knows the Sanskrit? Bijam. Bijam. So that is the seed for sinful desires manifest because of the avidya that I want to enjoy. And as you mentioned, yes, because of which he will uh, commit sinful activities, papam. And those papam will culminate into reactions which are known as before they are unmanifest, aprarabdha and then prarabdha and then which gives rise to kutam or proclivity to commit more sins and which gives rise again to the sinful seed for sinful desire. So that's it. So that cycle keeps on going on. So ultimately whether you commit pious activities or impious activities, it will culminate into the papam. It is in the category of papam. It is sinful or it is cause of your misery. Because if you commit pious activities, what will happen? You'll have to come back again to this material world to enjoy the results. Or if you commit impious activities, then you'll have to suffer the results of those activities. So again, you have to take the body. So both the activities are in one way or the other suffering. So this is what Maharaj Chitraketu is explaining in this section. So in the last verse yesterday, we saw that the Lord unaffected by Maya. So the Lord is not affected by Maya, creates the jivas, their bondage, bandham, liberation, moksham, happiness, sukham and distress, uh, dukham, by his own energy. So the Lord creates these things. Why, why is he creating this thing? And we come to today's work. No one is dear to him and no one is great enemy for him. So for Lord, he is impartial. Samoham sarva, in, Bhakti, uh, in Bhagavad Gita it is mentioned, Samoham sarva, bhuteshu name dvesho astina priyaya, ye bhajanti maam bhaktaya, maite teshu chapiham. Krishna says that nobody is, I envy no one, no one is, I am not partial to anyone, no one, everyone is equal to me. Hmm? So, but for a devotee who renders service and devotion, is a friend, he's in me and I'm also friend to him. Hmm? So, then if Lord is equal, why does he create, one? why does he make one person happy and the other person gets misery? Hmm? So, then this 23rd verse comes in. Hmm? So, the, although the Lord, Supreme Lord is unattached to our happiness and distress, according to the karma, Although no one is his enemy or favorite, he creates pious and impious activities through the agency of material potency. Thus, for the continuation of materialistic way of life, he creates happiness, distress, good fortune, bad, bondage, liberation, birth and death. 
And so what is the cause of this material world and why is everyone going through different, different happiness and distress? Why is one person happy or one person is given more facilities whereas the other person is not given facilities or other person is going through miseries? That is because it is the uh, result of his, according to his karma, he has been awarded those things. Hmm? So, Lord creates pious and impious activities, both are created by the Lord. It is mentioned in Mahabharata that six things are fixed in our life. Hmm? The birth is fixed. One cannot change. Anyone had a choice to uh, what kind of body he wants? No, we don't have a choice. The birth is fixed. We have been given a birth. Karmana Daiva Netrena, Kapilamuni mentions at the end of uh, third canto. Karmana Daiva Netrena Jantur Deho Patae. So, a living entity is forced into the womb of a mother. We never had a choice what mother you want to choose, what father you want to choose, or what country. If, it, if there was a choice, a lot of PR problems were solved. But we don't have that choice. We have been forced into the womb of a mother based on Karmana Daiva Netrena based on our past activities and desires and based on the results of our activities and based on the Daiva uh, Netrena, the material nature is overseeing the rewarding the results. So based on those things, so two things, six things are fixed, birth is fixed. What is the next thing which is fixed? Death. So the time, place, circumstance of our death is fixed. We cannot live more than that we cannot live less than that. We might have to suffer. We can, sometimes people ask about suicide then. What, what was that the last point of that it was destined? But it is mentioned if person commits suicide, then he has to suffer for the next body until his time is there into the hellies, uh, into the uh, bhuta lokas. So one has to go through that suffering. So time of death is fixed. What are the, the happiness one will receive in this material world is fixed. One cannot be more happy than what is destined and one cannot be more miserable either than what he is dis destined to. Hmm? Sometimes we try to fix our miseries. Hmm? Suppose, for example, we have got, uh, the weather is too hot, we have a air condition. Hmm? But then to maintain that air condition, we need to work hard. So somewhere, somehow or the other, the misery is there. So we can fix some of the problems, but then we get miseries in another way. So uh, miseries is fixed, the happiness is fixed. The fame one will get, how famous one will become, that is also fixed. It is destined, Mahabharata mentioned, uh, uh, Bhishma Dev mentions this. One is destined how much famous he will become. And how much infamous he will become, that is also fixed. Whether you did something or not, you will, if you are supposed to be, Infamous, you will be criticized or somehow or other you will be caught as, as we can see in Maharaj Chitraketu's pastime here. So, and the same thing uh, Maharaj Chitraketu is mentioning here that these are the six things which are created by the Lord himself. So, and why does he create this? For the continuation of the materialistic way of life. So that this materialistic way of life continues, otherwise people will not be continuing the materialistic way of life. So these dualities are there in the material world. So spiritual and material happiness are there. So everybody wants to be happy. Everybody wants to be happy in the material world. Everybody's because that is the nature of 
soul or spiritual entity we, as uh, spiritual entity we are sorry as uh, living beings are spiritual in nature so it is nature of living entity to be happy so everybody is trying to seek spiritual happiness but it is not possible to be happy the example uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur gives a example of a uh, bumblebee a bumblebee when he when uh, he looks at a jar of honey he tries to suck the honey from the jar and tries to suck and thinks that it is eating but that since the jar is closed it cannot taste the nectar and then eventually by hitting her head on the jar just collapses so this is material world in material world people think that they are enjoying but in reality they are not enjoying uh, there's a verse in uh, 16th chapter of Bhagavad Gita uh, Balwan Sukhi what is it Ishwaroham Ishwaroham Aham Bhogi Siddhoham Balwan Sukhi hmm? so everybody is trying to be Ishwara hmm? I want to be Ishwara what does Ishwara mean sorry controller hmm? I want to be controller hmm? person is trying to control his family members person in office is trying to control the colleagues or staff or manager hmm? control the car hmm? control but the only thing they fail to control what is that mind hmm? so if one can control the mind many of his problems will be solved hmm? so Ishwaraham aham bhogi and because the mind is not controlled what has happened he tries to enjoy that desires asa bandha asa bandha there is in Bhagavad Gita again in the same chapter it is mentioned there are hundreds and thousands of desires which are arousing in the mind of a person and those things the person is not able to control aham bhogi he's trying to enjoy siddhoham I'm and he falsely thinks that I have become strong he controls, he falsely thinks he is controlling everything. I have become strong. And then what happens? Aham bhogi. And Balwan sukhi. He is trying to enjoy. And Balwan is thinking I am strong and I am happy. And this is the biggest illusion. Every living entity is thinking he is happy in his situation. In the Sastra, it is the example of Indra is given. Indra becomes a pig and is eating stool and he has got a family of pigs and he's enjoying that and Lord Brahma has to tell him you are Lord Lord Indra just come back to heaven and Lord Indra says no 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 I'm happy here as a pig see every day I get fresh stool it's hot and fresh and I've got such a nice wife beautiful wife and beautiful kids and so this is Balwan Sukhi every living entity has got the same illusion that he is enjoying he's handsome he's beautiful and he's enjoying in this material world but it does not work the real when you understand the real constitutional position of a living entity you understand that everyone is miserable in the material world and which we get from Sastra so here uh, in this verse it is mentioned that why has Lord created pious and impious activities And uh, it's a nice uh, point mentioned in Nectar of Instruction. Hmm? So, 
Krishna has created, uh, Rupa Goswami mentions this, Krishna has created impious activities and pious activities so that one can, from performing vikarma, vikarma is activities which are against the sastras. One can come to the position of karma, where one performs activities in line with the sastras. And it is mentioned, at least if somebody is performing karma, one should be encouraged to do. One should not be stopped from performing his duty. Even though it is not bhakti, but it should still be, it, it should still be encouraged. Because at least one is performing something which is in accordance with the sastra. But better than that is a gnani who reads the sastras, reads the sastras and comes to the point of tattvagnan, atma tattvagnan. So that is better. And then better than a gnani is a yogi who can control the senses. And better than yogi is a bhakta. And best of all the bhaktas are the gopis. And best of all the gopis is Srimati Radharani. So that uh, narration is given in uh, verse 10 of Nectar of Instruction. How the levels of different different devotees is given. So it is mentioned that it's better to have pious activities and one can advance in material life. Because in the material world, people don't have the uh, don't have the power of discrimination. They cannot distinguish between good and bad. This is one of the biggest problem, especially in Kaluga, because they have no knowledge of the sastra. So they cannot discriminate. It, uh, it is mentioned in, uh, during World War II, there was a person who put a, a frame of Hitler and was worshipping him. And someone asked, why are you worshipping Hitler? Yeah, he is a cause of so much of destruction. And that person said, because I've got a metal business and since Hitler has come into power, my business has gone ten times. Because there is a lot of metal required for the war. So my business has gone ten times, so I'm happy. So it is one person's suffering is other person's enjoyment in the material world. So one person is suffering and the other one is enjoying. So people don't understand what is good and what is bad. Depending on one's situation, the uh, level of enjoyment or the object of enjoyment changes. For some kids, what is enjoyment? Some toys is the enjoyment. But as he grows older, he comes into teens, the same toys don't interest him. He needs some gadgets. And then once he goes into the adulthood, even the gadgets don't uh, make him happy. He wants something, cars or bikes or something. And he, when he goes older, he needs money or he needs fame. So the things, the object of satisfaction also changes during the lifespan of a person. So person does not know uh, what really he is going to make him happy. Prakriti kriya manani gune karmani sarvasa ahankara vimudhatma kartaham iti manyate. It is all ordained by the modes of material nature that a person is in. One may think that I am doing things, but it is ahankara. Ahankara means ignorance. It is illusion that I am making, I am doing things which, by which I am becoming happy. It is ordained by the modes that you are in. So what is the solution as it, as it is mentioned? So Srila Rupa Goswami gives the solution, of course the solution is bhakti or devotional service to the Lord. 
as we said, from Vikarma, one has to come to the platform of Karma. From Karma, at least come to the platform of Gnana. And from Gnana, come to the platform of Yogi, where you control the senses. And better than a Yogi is a Bhakta. So Bhakta is the, or the devotees are the ones who really enjoy in the material world. So what, how, do we, how do we do that? And Srila Rupa Goswami gives the A, B, C, D of Bhakti. So A is attitude of a devotee. B is the behavior. C is the character. And D is the direction. So attitude, utsahan, nishchayat, dhairyat. So these three things are required in Bhakti. One has to be very enthusiastic while performing devotional service. Nishchayat, one has to be... One has to have confidence. What does that mean? Confidence. One has to have full faith, Shraddha, that the Lord will look after me. And there is uh, uh, the six stages uh, where one uh, understands Sharanagati. Prabhu, uh, where does it start? Sharanagati. Anukulesa Sankalpa Pratikulesa. Varjanam, Rakshishyati Vishwaso Goptritve, Varnam Tata. Goptritve, Varnam Tata. Then what is it? Karpanya. Sadvida. Humility and uh, accepting things which are favorable, rejecting things which are unfavorable, Krishna is the protector, Krishna is going to maintain me, uh, humility and uh, surrender, Atma Nikshepa, Karpana, Atma Nikshepa, Sadvida, Saranagati. So these are the six stages of Saranagati, where one, and it is mentioned the two most important thing of them are uh, understanding that Lord is the maintainer and he is going to protect me. So when, we, when one has that nishchayat, confidence in Lord as the maintainer and protector, he can make progress in bhakti. And then nishchayat, one has to be patient. The patience is very important. So when one is patience, have, having patience in uh, bhakti, then he, can, he will get the fruit because we don't understand where we have come from in the past life. So it might take sometimes longer. But one, if one is patient, he will get the fruits. And then the second, the B, is known as the B behavior. And this is very important uh, as Rupa Goswami is mentioning, Tattat Karma Pravartanat. So Tattat Karma Pravartanat are the Angas of Bhakti. One has to follow the four regulators as we uh, take a vow at the time of initiation. Follow the four regulatory principles and uh, chant Hare. Krishna. And then uh, further Srila Prabhupada in the purport gives one has to perform the Navvida Bhakti. Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu Smaranam, Padasevam, Arshanam, Vandam, Dasim, Sakyam, Atma, Nivedanam. So hearing, chanting, remembering, worshipping the Lord, worshipping the foot, uh, uh, worshipping the lotus feet of the Lord, Dasim, Sakyam, serving the Lord, making, uh, understanding He is our friend. And surrender. So these are all the nine stages. One should. These are all coming under the category of tattat karma, pravartanat. And then next is character. C is for character. How one develops character by sadhu sangha, asat sangh tyag, 
यही वैष्णव आचार इट इज मैंशन संग त्यागत सतो वृत्ते इट इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट दैट हुम यू आर एसोसिएटिंग विथ देर इज अ नाइस स्टोरी अगेन मैंशन बाई भक्ति सिद्धांत सरस्वती ठाकुर दैट देर वॉज अ वेरी रिच लैंड लॉर्ड लाइक अ किंग एंड ही हैड लॉट ऑफ इज लॉट ऑफ पीपल हु यूज टू ऑलवेज फ्लैटर हिम फॉर पर्सनल डीलिंग्स लाइक वैन अ लैंड लॉर्ड वैन यू आर वेरी बिग लैंड लॉर्ड लॉट ऑफ पीपल कम एंड फ्लैटर यू सो दैट यू गेट सम रिवॉर्ड्स फ्रॉम हिम सो दे इज टू फ्लैटर हिम सो एवरी टाइम द लैंड लॉर्ड सेट समथिंग एवरीबडी ऑल इज एसोसिएट्स यूज टू टेल दैम यस सर यू आर राइट सो वन द लैंड लॉर्ड इन द मिडल ऑफ अ नाइट हैड एन आइडिया आई वॉन्ट टू सी द सन एंड ऑल हिज associates told him yes yes why not it is possible so one person went and brought a lantern hmm, and said sun looks like this and the landlord said no 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 it is too dim the sun is very bright so they said yeah you are right and then the other person went and brought thousands of candles and they burned thousands of candles and the landlord said no 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 the sun is not like that then the third person went and brought a big flashlight hmm, in the night and he sh- uh, showed him the sun hmm, that uh, lighted the flashlight and he said this is the sun but then they understood that sun is not comparable to anything like that hmm. one has to wait for sun to come and see the sunlight hmm. so this is the past time uh, this is a story uh, bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur tells that if you have got associates of fools then they will only Uh, waste your time hmm? the intelligent person so in the end uh, he said there was one intelligent person who said you just have to wait for few hours and the sun will come hmm? so if you are surrounded by some intelligent person then they will give you proper guidance hmm? or else you will waste your time hmm? so this is sangatyagat and sato vritte hmm? so one has to associate with intelligent person and then one can progress so these are the six stages uh, rupa goswami mentions how we can advance in bhakti okay i'll stop here if there are any questions or comments yes yeah so uh, the question is uh, six things are predestined birth death uh, happiness misery fame infamy so what is the point in doing bhakti if uh, everything is predestined so the uh, the answer is bhakti is the only thing which is not predestined and uh, there is a example given suppose you go to a vending machine in a vending machine you have got choices Uh, you got some soft drinks you got some liquor you got water you got milk all those things are there and you got some money you put in the vending machine and you p- press some numbers and something will come out right so it will give you whatever choices you have done you may choose water and water will come out you may choose uh, milk milk will come out if you may choose some soft drinks soft drinks will come out so depending on the choices you make and depending how much money you have 
you can make those choices and things will come out. And so, uh, our thi most of the things are predestined, yes, but the bhakti is the only thing which is transcendental to the material modes, which is transcendental to the material realm. So if we have chosen bhakti, and this is what is, this chapter is showing, Maharaj Chitraketu was a devotee of the Lord. So apparently it looks like he was cursed and he was given a birth of a demon, which is good or bad. To become a demon is good or bad? Bad. So it looks like it is bad, which was a result of his bhakti actually. But in the material things, what looks like good or bad, it is in the long term best. Because now it was mentioned for thousands of years, Maharaj Chitraketu has been traveling as a devotee singing the glories of Lord. But now in just in one life, he went back home back to Godhead. So which is good or bad? Good. Because just in one life, he finished off, even though as a demon, he finished off and went back to Vaikuntha and he does not have to come back again. So what looks good and bad from the material perspective, when you perform bhakti, it destroys everything and this is, uh, th that is why it is mentioned whether you do pious activities or impious activities, you get good results or bad results, ultimately they are bad because it bounds you into the material world. You have to take another body. But when you perform bhakti, what it does? It removes the seed, bijam. It removes the kutam. It removes the proclivity to commit sinful activities. It removes the desire for sinful activities. Kechit kevala bhakta. Vasudeva Parayana. So, bhakti is the only way. Why? It, what it does is it destroys the root of sinful, uh, sinful desires. So, th that is why bhakti is good. It might not give us happiness in the beginning, but ultimately it is good. So, sometimes when we are chanting, when we are doing devotional service, we don't feel like doing it. But when we continue to do it, and again, uh, Nectar of Instruction is mentioning in the first verse, it is like eating a sugar candy. When you have got a jaundice, you don't enjoy the sugar cane. It is sweet, but we don't enjoy the sugar cane. But as the jaundice re reduces, what will happen? The taste for sugar cane comes. And then we will enjoy eating sugar cane. And so we are in the disease stage, so we might not enjoy bhakti, but when we become cure, when we come to the platform where we are understanding our real nature, we will enjoy bhakti because that is the sadhya and the sadhya. Because that is the goal. In the spiritual world, we will be doing what we are doing now in bhakti. Does it answer? Yeah. Okay. Any other questions, comments? Yeah. Hmm. So what is the use of impious? Because when you, uh, when you commit sinful activities, you are bound, when you have got a desire. So the, what is the first sinful activity uh, that one commits? You want to become a controller. You want to become the enjoyer. And that is why the whole material world is created. The living, the living entity has a desire to commit sinful activities and then Krishna says, okay, in the spiritual world you cannot do these things, but go to the material world where you can exercise your sinful desires. And that is why these desires are created, these activities are created. Because it was the living entity's desire to do that. It wasn't Lord's desire to do it.
Deep. Pour- 